0: Talk radio.
1: Welcome to the Quintessential Listening, poetry online radio and YouTube podcast, streamed live from the heart of Washington, D.C. Here, you'll find a portal to vibrant voices, echoing souls, and an ongoing celebration of the extraordinary power of language. So, prepare yourself. ...to join host Dr. Michael Anthony Ingram and his special guests... ...as they explore traditional and spoken word forms of poetry.
0: All right, good evening, everyone. Tonight, my special guest is Garrett Brisbane. He is a poet and short story writer, and he hails from Burbank, California... Garrett, welcome to Quintessential Listening Poetry Online Radio and YouTube. Welcome.
2: Thank you, Michael. Yeah, it's really exciting to share my poetry with some people.
0: (laughs) All right, fantastic. Let's begin this poetic journey. Garrett, what is poetry?
1: Um,
2: Poetry is best written by me when I'm trying to be super honest and uh, say, edgy things that are true and um I found that lately my or po- poetry is strongest when um I'm saying simpler phrases but um just more like gritty details I think. All
0: right. Let's let's flesh that out. So you say poetry yeah. is for you is when you're sharing your truth. Correct? Yeah. Tell me more, more about that. Tell
2: me more about that. Like um, really analyzing like specific details in the in the, the memories that I'm having while I'm writing the poem. Um, if I can remember like the names of streets or um, like a, someone's personality that I met, and I can if I can detail it and um, refer to. A character that maybe everyone knows, then that becomes like a really strong poem because um, I connect with it. I, I know I, I'm the only one who could have written that poem, and also people will connect with it because um, I'm referring to maybe common references that a lot, a lot of people know.
0: All right. All right. So for you, it sounds like poetry is freedom in a sense.
2: Yeah, like I want to be able to say whatever I want. And um, sometimes I write a poem and it feels really dirty and really uh, taboo. And I don't want anyone to read it because I don't want people to think differently of me. But that's just sometimes we have to write like the truth about things.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think it's so important. Poetry allows you an opportunity to to remove it, in a sense, from your system. And that's critical. That's critical. Mm-hmm. So let me ask this question. There are people out there who believe that poetry is dying, that it's fading away. What I want to know from you is, is poetry important today, in today's time?
2: I, I consider it um, a lot of people's outlet to um, expressing um, contradictory feelings. So yeah, I find it's important for me when I do get the urge to write that I sit down and just write out as fast as I can what I'm thinking. And if I Mm -hmm. never go back to it, that's okay. And if I do edit it, then that's even better. Um, But yeah, the state of poetry is strong, I think, because uh, it's kind of an age-old medium that so many people are aware of. So even Mm -hmm. if they're not... Uh, intending to write like sophisticated poetry it's still um, it's still in everyone's ability to write write hey. their feelings in poetry hey.
0: nice answer I like that beautifully stated beautifully stated thank you I would like to hear about an early experience when you realized the power of poetic language what sparked your initial love of poetry um
2: poetry is found in song lyrics so i think that is my first uh exposure to poetry is i think i always cite uh taylor swift's first album <laughs> uh she's <laughs> she was writing songs uh when she was like 15 or 16 that made it on a debut album and i just always found uh her lyrics to be like um really bittersweet and now that i know now that I'm older and I know the mentality of a sixteen year old I'm very impressed It's very like she was very pro- uh what is it called when you're very like young and she was precocious It was a precocious mm-hmm. sense of of writing, so that was my mm-hmm. one of my first um in instances where I was impressed with a
0: with a poet. All right. Taylor Swift. All right. She's everywhere. She's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Even in this conversation. She's everywhere. Yeah. She's everywhere. All right. I think I'll
2: stop the shout out. Um, I have to shout out Stevie Nix uh, as a poet and a lyricist and a singer, um, because she also has songs that um, just her phrasing uh, in her words, is very very invoc- evocative of, of of feeling so it may not be the feeling that she intended but i'm sure like a lot of people get um unique feelings from hearing her sing her lyrics right
0: my favorite Stevie Nick song is stand back is it stand back <laughs>
2: Yeah, stand back.
0: <laughs> right oh, a that,
2: that, Yeah, like, I think my favorite is Sarah. So if you okay. don't know Sarah, that's a great song. Yeah.
0: All right. right. So, Garrett, yeah, what do you write about? What are some of the themes? What do you write about? So,
2: well, I I was contemplating that before I got on the show, and I think three themes stick out a lot: Um, addiction and my recovery from addiction uh second theme would be my relationship with my dad and uh the constant like up and down struggle of of that really like um difficult relationship and then third hmm, let me look at my list really quick I think death and like death and uh mourning so a lot of my poems come from uh just like somber feelings and like I think that's I think I'm part of a big group that writes out of uh, frustration, um, melancholy and uh, depression. (laughs) No, I wouldn't say depression. I would say frustration and confusion. Yeah.
0: All right. I understand. I understand depression, confusion, anxiety, PTSD, (laughs) you name it. It is to be human. It is to be. (laughs) Yes. See, again, I like the way you think. To be human, you're going to deal with things, whether you want to or not, whether you want to or not. So how does a poem begin for you with an idea, a feeling, a form, or an image? I
2: think it's mostly a phrase. If I have a phrase, when I wake up in the morning, um, I try to write. I try to I just like write that first and then write after it. But I'm actually realizing recently that that first phrase or that phrase that I start a poem with could serve better in the, a different part of the poem instead of the beginning. So um, I guess I could start from you know inside out, the middle, the end. I think I need to be more comfortable with moving around that first phrase that like sparked me to start writing in the first place because. I can be going about my day not planning to write, but I'm like, oh, I just thought about this. I should write this. And um, I'm just not really a revision poet right now, and I want to be. And so that will come at some point. Um, But, yeah, I think this might come up later, but... A lot of my poems that I'm going to read started from a poetry class that I had in my last year of college. That was like a, a real saving grace because it was um, really good to express my pandemic frustration because it was I was doing my last year of college in the pandemic. And um, it was, yeah, so a lot of them are going to be from that final portfolio and then um, through other classes, yeah.
0: All right. Please.
2: Okay. First one is called On On Compulsion. <laughs> Bathe in the dark and think about it. Consider and dream about it. Take it to bed and dawn about it. Lop it around and gnaw at it. Go, little child, claw at it. Wrestle my pus-filled sacks, interrogation room style. We'd kill on tap for whack a grow like beets in powder, swimming beneath the surface, mounts my steepest desires, lakes and monsters leak out through the cracks in my broken heart day, just to drip on my forehead and fuck up my night. No-nothing crystal won't tell of my fate if I knew I'd be fine, would I feel all this weight? Looky, looky- looky here. Look what we have. The trap has been sprung. Simply can't stay away. Never knock for too long. Crawl home freshly broken. Cackles sound behind me. They had their way with me. See you next time. Done. Um,
0: Did you say or state that I call home broken?
2: No, I said I crawl home broken. Right. I, crawl I, like, home. I call home. I call home. <laughs> I like that, too.
0: You like that, too? <laughs> I knew it was something. Tell me about that line. Tell me about it. I, I mean, it's very so powerful. The
2: last, the last stanza is, I crawl home freshly broken. Cackles sound behind me. They had their way with me. See you next time. Um, On my promised to myself to, like, stay away from certain behaviors. And yes. it just every time, every time it feels like I'm freshly broken and uh, the little demons are just like, we'll see you next time.
0: <laughs> so do you sit and think through every word of every stanza or do you write freely and allow the words to flow?
2: On this one, I definitely remember writing it out really quickly, and then the version that I just read is probably like a third or fourth um, draft because I was forced to, to <laughs> redraft, I mean, edit for this class, and I'm happy with uh, the ending result.
0: Oh, very nice. Very nice. And I'm wondering, just listening to that opening piece, does it hurt you to write poetry?
2: Yeah. I think reading it um that writing it hurts it also just feels like i feel grateful that i can let out some of the pain
3: and mm-hmm.
2: then reading it uh reading it that one like is kind of older and i actually think that i didn't really take so many risks risks in like the um the real details and the gory real details that i could have said I kind of um put a lot of placeholders in my in my poetry that's what someone told me where I like should be saying something else i mean like i want to say something else but i'm just like it's just too much to say that yeah. so i yeah
0: now are you willing to be hurt by the poetry of others to feel hurt
2: um i think i'm resistant Um, I think I do struggle with taking some people's really uh, personal poetry seriously like if someone's saying a poem about you know something tragic in their life or like them moving through a difficult like headspace or something like I I don't let myself really sit with their feelings and just like feel it with them I think I kind of let it slide off my back
0: Why do you think that's the case?
2: Uh, It's just hard to feel my feelings and other people's (laughs) as well. It's a lot. (laughs)
0: Hey, (laughs) that makes a lot of sense. (laughs) And like double the trouble, you know? So (laughs) I understand. (laughs) Please share a poll.
2: Okay. I'll do... Okay, this one um, I'll just prep this. I feel like this one was, this could have been the first opening poem because it is maybe a uh, declaration of my stance in the world maybe. Okay. I popped out dripping in flames. A priest wrapped me in a cool towel. "This This will soothe your soul, he whispered in my clogged ear canal. My birth make my family or this society more comfortable. My innate fire softened centuries of crystallized fear, anger, moody power trips. I lay sprawled in my mama's arms and my skin burned her through the cloth. My whole life isn't destined to hurt the ones I love, but there's a lot to learn so I can love more than I hurt.
0: Done. I there are times when I like hearing a poem twice. If we don't mind, please share that one again.
2: Okay. I popped out dripping in flames. A priest wrapped me in a cool towel. This will soothe your soul, he whispered, in my clogged ear canal. My birth isn't to make my family or this society more comfortable. My innate fire softens centuries of crystallized fear Anger, moody power trips, I lay sprawled in my mama's arm, skin burns her through the cloth. My whole life isn't destined to hurt the ones I love, but there's a lot to learn so I can love more than I hurt them.
0: What lines in that poem are you most proud of writing, or what lines in that poem do you feel challenged? You the most right.
3: Um,
2: I like I lay sprawled in my mama's arms and my skin burned her through the cloth.
0: I like because,
2: that too. <laughs> um, because I do. I saw the image of like wrapping. Uh, well, I say a cool towel in the beginning, but maybe even like cool wet towel and still i'm like burning her through my through the towel. Uh i think it, i think i wrote this from like hurting someone in my family or like hurting people and mm-hmm. like obviously deep down i don't want to do that. I mean in in like a more a more sober mindset i wouldn't want to hurt people but um i know that i'm destined to hurt people and love people and I just have to like practice more social skills or just like uh more skills to hurt or to love more than I hurt like at the end of life i guess
0: wow. you're 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 a deep thinker mm-hmm. sounds like you process things in a very detailed manner <laughs> yeah you know they say. That to see the world with complete honesty, one should look to comedians, musicians, artists, and poets. What do you think emerges naturally from your work? What what comes out of you, Garrett, when you write?
2: Um, I think I have a bl- like a blunt voice in the poems. I mm-hmm. I try not to do like frilly language. I just wanna say like the the reality and just keep it moving in the in the poem, if it's a long poem. Or if it's a short poem then it's just like blunt and short and hopefully something like uh, uh unpredictable if I'm writing something short. Um something that's just like true to me and i mm-hmm. needed to say it um i i don't know if i answered the question but
0: <laughs> yes, you did. yes you did so as you think about writing and you think about being you what you're putting on paper like you said again is your truth and it sounds like it's 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 emanating from your gut in a sense what do you think about that mm-hmm. is that true
2: yeah i think a couple of these Uh, that I'm going to read. I think the next one is definitely like uh, I was trying to say what I really wanted to say and like what I always think about in my head. And then I finally Mm -hmm. had like enough mental energy to like, listen to what I'm saying in my head and write it.
0: All right. Please share it.
2: Okay. Um, Okay. Seven years ago. Seven years ago, my father screamed at me a lot. He hated that I could not read his mind. I couldn't solve the cereal box puzzles. I habitually left the water filter empty. The door handle clicked when my sister was apparently sleeping. My work ethic left much to be desired when I cleaned the bathroom floor. I caused his gray hairs. I twisted his cords. So how could he not blow up like a fire balloon? My dad thought I disobeyed him because I hated him. Then my epiphany. I'm just a shitty kid. A terrible person. I spent so many hours banished in my bedroom. Agitated. Alone. I fell into a pit. The trap we call porn. Without knowing how to cope or how to stop. Consumed a lot and drowned my brain with fucking fucking up my brain was my saving grace self-soothing eventually morphed into self-inflicted battle wounds to the point i couldn't feel warm human touch i said goodbye to my one chance at connection to anything but a, but a computer screen pornography is vampirical evil to someone like me isolated from a family that might listen My offer, the loving cure of sitting down to eat. Instead, I receded into virtual stimulation. Porn stripped all my humanity from the bones. Porn fried my imagination into cheeseball crumbs. I swear my eyes will never be the same after the hours of staring until 3 a.m. Insatiable searching through 3,500 pages of sex left me tired but still looking the next night and the one after that when I could finally consummate the fantasy with someone for real the feeling was bland compared to solo sex with my hand my head fell off completely I was so utterly broke if real sex can't appeal I might as well choke myself with all the on-demand sex a phone can procure I thought my heart racing numb meant the guy was my type. Okay, here we are. Now I guess it's time for the sex. After a dysfunctional, spiritless mess, I go right back to porn to have the rest of my soul sucked out. I hate how I'm glued to the pictures of the types I claim to hate in real life. Military and frat abusers and muscle jocks who grunt fag like it's hot. I feel spiritually fucked Fucked up, being attracted to morally bankrupt images designed to infect me. Override my true love. I know where anxiety about sex originates from. A gay boy all alone with just his dick to beloved and gay culture is just sex and devoid of true love. At least that was the story my desktop tucked me in with. A soft part of my life burned from the start.
0: I'm still processing what you shared. <laughs> who who do you share your work with? I mean, open mics. How do you, who do you share your work with? I've read some
2: poems from my abuelito, which is my mom's dad. And mm. I think he's the one I've shared the most with over the years. Um I need to sign up for an open mic. That's a very good idea. But I haven't shared poetry in a long time. I haven't even writ I wrote something actually today that I don't know I might read. Um, okay. but I've been mostly like writing music, uh, okay. like the sounds. So I think that's a different way of like expressing, but yeah, I haven't written or read in a while, actually.
0: The reason I asked that question It's twofold. I believe, I think that your work needs to be published. Thank you. Have you ever thought about putting together a collection?
2: Yeah, I've since, I think I've tried maybe four times getting published by some Mm -hmm. journal. Um, No luck, so maybe I'll keep, I'll keep like maybe submitting like once a month or something. Yeah,
0: I I think you should, to be quite honest. And if I can help you in any way, I will. Uh, okay. Not so much in terms of them accepting you, but at least giving you some uh, some information in terms of where to go, what to look
2: for. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, I, I feel like maybe. I could definitely. I think I could definitely publish a collection of like dad poems. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Question for you: With that in mind. Is writing a poem letting your guard down or building a wall?
3: Mm.
2: I think that maybe me writing the poem is, a, is an excuse for me to not tell people, like, in real life, just, like, what's happening to me. or mm-hmm. And not even in a poetic way, but just, like, telling them, like, in a in a conversational way like what's happening so that could be how i build a wall with it um is i just write it so i don't feel like i have to tell anyone but it's actually like it's helpful to write but it's actually probably more helpful to me to be known by other people um and then yeah i think i open up with it if i get a good topic and i just like don't care um sometimes when i read it back i'm like i'm glad i think people get something out of it i think that i'm using some good like imagery and strong phrases but like sometimes i'm like it's just so it's just so like um i want to say like plain and boring just because it's my own life so i'm like yeah of course I would write this and like, of course, this is what it's written because, (laughs) because it's just like my life, you know? So it's just, it's like, when I read it back, I'm like, I, I, I think some, I mean, like, I like it, but then I don't really always expect it to like land with people because it, it just seems like kind of boring to me because it's like the reality of my life that I already know. Um,
0: What I like about your work again, the imagery it's incredible. See, this is where empathy comes in. Empathy is so important in poetry because I'm sure there are countless people that can resonate, like you said, again, with your story. Their story could be different, you know what I'm saying, in, in, the, in the big sense, but there are nuggets of truth in which you shared that, well, I know it struck me, and I'm sure it will strike others.
2: Mhm. Thank you. Yeah. I I hope to I think I should share more. Um, I think it's so. so hard. It's so hard to like, you know, put uh how do I say, spread out the energy over so many things that I want to do, but I think it yes. it is worth it. Yeah.
0: But it also sounds like music is your first love. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh,
2: I mean, I'm. I think I'm more focused on that right now. But right, mm-hmm. I'm focused on that. Period. Um, obviously, writing ha- lyrics and poetry is so s- attached and connected. So I am pro I am writing, um, you know, words, <laughs> poem, to, to to sing in my music. And also, now that I think about it, the the songs. Um, my lyrics are some of my most proud writings, and I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I I linked my music, so if anyone's listening wants to uh, listen to it, like that's some of my like best writing because it flows, it feels intentional, and it's also pretty honest and um, pretty raw. And then I get to like be more animated with my voice when I'm mm-hmm. when I'm recording music because it's just like that's the point. And, um, yeah.
0: You know, that's one of the questions that I ask. What is the qualitative difference between your writing voice and your speaking voice? And it sounds like you could share that from your work with music. What happens when you're sharing your work in terms of your music? So you, your voice changes a bit.
2: That's a really good question. Mm just as a in a in a vocal tone sense i think i speak um something about my speaking voice is lower and then when i want to uh when i when i sing a lot of my songs or rap it's uh i think my personality is just a little bit more feminine and i can like go higher pitch and be a little bit more like bitchy and just more like um attitude, and I think when I read my poems, it's more just like I'm – It's f- I feel more weighed down. Like, I feel weighed down by um, the words because I'm just like, oh, I'm reading these again. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I've read these poems, like, a lot, and
0: um, – Well, let me – I've got to ask this question. Yeah. Do you live your life like it's robotic?
2: Um, <clears throat> I do a lot of the same things, but no, I like to, I like to purposely change my, my patterns. Like today I went um, on a different bus to work cause I, I wanted, I was trying to meet a friend before work, um, but they couldn't come, but it was kind of a new way to start my day. And, um, so yeah, I don't, I really try not to live robotically. Um, I do think that people around me I haven't mm-hmm. found a lot of people who who encourage me to live more like like juicy and like um more flavorfully like I think a lot of people enable a lot of people around me enable me to like be very like robotic and scripted and stuff um but I try to push push the envelope in conversations and stuff
0: because I was wondering if you feel as if you live in your lyrics yeah, your true I essence is in love, your lyrics
2: I love listening to my lyrics and I mean it, it kind of like every, maybe once a month or even more often I'll like just listen to all my music for like an hour or two because I'm just I like how a lot of the words came out or how a lot of the lyrics turned out um, so it brings me like satisfaction and pride and like hope for the future. <laughs> um, I've got yeah, to ask. I I definitely...
0: <laughs> I've got to ask. When you talk about your music, something else happens. You come alive. And yeah,
2: Should I? Every statement
0: <laughs> that you make about your music is positive. You feel satisfaction. But when you talk about your poetry. It's like, mm, I don't know if this is right. Should I do this? Uh, why do you think that is? What is it about the poetry that I, I'm, just, I'm just talking out loud now, that's potentially secondary? It's like you don't well, embrace it like you do your music.
2: Well, I definitely don't um, see much of a difference between the two, actually. Like my attitudes okay. of my written poems, that I am reciting is I am a little less jazzed up about it because I just don't, like, feel that it's, um, it's as entertaining for me or for other people um, than music and with lyrics.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> but to each their own, you
3: know, to each their own.
0: <laughs> I'm going to state, you know, I know I'm out here, I'm going to state that your poetry is just as powerful equally as your music i mean your I voice
2: <laughs>
0: your voice is one of those voices that needs to be heard that's what i'm saying so don't downplay your poetry mm-hmm. i know that might be difficult sometimes but don't downplay it because it's exceptionally powerful don't please don't don't downplay it because we have a Definitely. gift. We have a gift. Thank you. You really do. We're going to take a short break, but we'll be right back. And what I'd like you to do while we're on this break, when we return, I'd like you to share with me the titles of five of your poems. Okay. okay. All right, then. We'll be right back. are back i am michael anthony ingram i'm here with garrett brisbane now garrett i've got to say your name is one of those kind of names that you see in lights i mean Mm -hmm. (laughs) you have an incredible name man it's like michael anthony ingram you know what i'm saying it's one of those kind of names
2: my first my full name is garrett gonzalez brisbane oh
0: wow I can see that on an album or book cover. I really can. So think about that, too. Share with me the the five poems, just their titles.
2: The ones that I already read, or just any? Okay. Okay, I'll just read the most interesting ones to me. Um, okay. suicide, suicide, Pepper Tongue. Uh, next one is More Saliva Than I Thought. Um, perspective on politeness monogamy traps my spirit <laughs> um, it's been two months since you called uh, it's i like my dad's brown leather jacket um, waking up waiting to pee i don't remember that one but That's one. I'm reading off of my website that you also linked, so thanks for linking
0: that. My question is, what is your process for titling a poem? What comes first, the title or the poem?
2: Definitely the poem. And I usually, on the ones on my website, they're just the first line usually or the first phrase that I like in the poem. Um, And then some of the other ones, like for my for my poetry portfolio for class, I I just made the the titles like after the poem and they're just more simple. Like I just don't like, really flashy titles.
0: So when you're writing, who's writing you or the poem?
3: Hmm.
2: Good question. <laughs> Michael has has all these very. Uh, <laughs> Hey,
0: (laughs) I've been at this for six years. (laughs) Almost over 400 guests, so (laughs) I've got to think about
2: it. It's the type of questions that make me not want to give really predictable answers. (laughs) Okay. Um,
0: (laughs) Share what you think.
2: Definitely like the poem writes, I believe in like art and poetry being all around me in an energy and then my mm-hmm. job is just to like tune into it and then and then hear it and then write it down or record it um i love that idea i got that from i mean the artist way talks about channeling uh energy into art just like energy around us and then mm-hmm. there's another school of thought of um you know dropping our egos and just trying to listen to uh a higher powers energy and then like channeling that into art and then it's not really like me writing it. It's actually it's already been written. I'm just hearing it and like taking it out, taking it putting it back into the light because maybe it's been like covered up with
0: that, please share two points.
2: Okay. I'll do the dad's, dad's. Hi, I got muted, but can you hear me?
0: I can hear you. Yes. Okay.
2: I'll, I'll read the, um, dad's brown leather jacket. Okay. Dad's brown leather jacket hangs waiting for me, waiting for his will to be read and waiting for release. Finally, the jacket will ride around on someone's stable like me. Dad's raging heart sunk into the jacket, a rage buried deep in the seams. The shiny cream inside can be worshiped or belt beaten. Too often hanging, worn once and maltreated. I crave to show the jacket more glorified moments. After basketball games conquered, I'll adorn it with racy bear hooks. Then to after parties where uncoerced love surrounds us. See, that's the difference between you and me. In my possession, leather won't stick to leather seats. Leather will be soft, worn out by love, not harrowing screams. I can't hear you.
0: Please share another.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. I wanna, I'm just going to keep reading the dad
3: poems. All
2: right. um, <clears throat> this one is called Birthday. If I can find it. Okay, I guess I'll will have, have to find that one later. All
3: right.
2: Um, sorry, one
3: second. Birthday.
2: okay, I like this one.
3: Alright,
2: so this one will be probably one of I want to follow this one up with a like a brighter one because I'm just reading like downers. Okay, rejection. Rejection is the title. Um, attempts to consolidate The mess of rejection At the hands of a friend Ends in flames I undraw stacks Of one-sided letters For a clue as to why Holes burn in my hands Their last adventure Is to the fire pit Add the inkwell, the stool And the iron weight stamps I sit on the dirt <clears throat> Let the chops but the chap dust my lids. I won't lay kisses no more and put tonically on your chest. We won't sit crisscross. Nope. Knees conjoined at the tips. Now your face is less hot and more burned to a crisp. Unrecognizable like the rage that lit every last match from the box you gave me. Each flicker dies slowly in the bath that I drew to catch black. Far sinks, unravel reflections of you. Bow down on my knees. I dunk my head to cry tears that no one can see. I would love to unconsciously make the bubbles subside, defy basic instinct, and let water inside, flushed away from the folds of my thoughts. My night drains away, so splendidly not done. Oh, wow.
0: I don't know what to say about you and your work. <laughs> I I am totally impressed. Totally impressed. That's why I said don't downplay it. Please don't. Mm-hmm. Do you view yourself as being more of a storyteller or a wordsmith? And we can branch out to your music. Are you a storyteller or wordsmith?
2: Definitely storyteller. Um, I, I think my strongest or my strongest songs are more, are definitely a story that, Mm -hmm. uh, the listener can latch on to. Um, I try, that's definitely the best way to write a song. And I've heard a lot of musicians say that, like, just make up a story. If you don't have anything to say, you need to be creative and, um, pick details from my life and put them in a more interesting story for song lyrics so that it's like entertaining and like, uh, ear catching and, uh, evocative and like, um, um, just like, yeah, like getting to someone's heart. I mean, uh, like teasing them. I can't really remember the other word, but basically just like, making them feel uncomfortable, I guess, uh, mm. through songs. And whether that is, like, through a lot of dark music, which I write, which is a lot of, like, crime and, like, murder and poison and whatnot. Or um, or make people uncomfortable with, like, unabashed, like, love and romance stuff because people get uncomfortable with both of those i think
0: so with poetry is it the same way
2: yeah but i think that my the poems that i'm kind of reading i think i am still a little bit too uh afraid to go there and just do say like yeah, I mean, I think I try to just ruffle people's feathers with the poems, but it's really ruffling. Like, if I say something real for myself and it ends up ruffling people's feathers, then I like that. But I don't mm-hmm. think I should, like, set out to just be... Um, provocative. Inflammatory. What?
0: Just oh, right. be a provocative. Yeah,
2: like, I don't... yeah, provocative is the word. Or inflammatory um, um, without it meaning something to me as well.
0: Question for you: What color is poetry
2: for you? Mm, Poetry is black. (laughs) Poetry (laughs) is definitely black.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What color is music? What color is music? Purple.
2: Purple. Definitely purple. (laughs) Yeah,
3: just because I
2: think my last my last album was very purple. Okay. In like a witchy, in a witchy sense, and like a crystal ball, witchy sense. All
0: right, all right, all right. (laughs) Do you think that a poem, Garrett, should be read out loud or experienced silently on the page?
2: Oh, poetry begs to be. That's what my my poetry uh, teacher, Lisa Kaufman, I think her name is Lisa. Mm Yeah, Professor Lisa she said poetry begs to be um spoken. So I I do think it's um more challenging to get across like for me to like pick a voice or pick a cadence that like gets more of the meaning across and more like makes a bigger impact. So I think it's a lot harder to like uh get a <clears throat> to speak it but it's worth the
0: challenge
2: because it can really come out a lot stronger when yeah. it's spoken um, than someone reading it
0: now do you think that you could put the, the same level of enthusiasm in in sharing your poetry similar to you sharing your music
2: yeah i i'm a, i'm feel happy and blessed to to like have poems to share because in Mm. in this context and anywhere because I could very well be like completely blocked and have nothing you know written in the past five years and that would make me really sad so I feel that I am enthusiastic and I feel like uh proud and grateful that like I was able to get these words down because you know I had the time the energy the privilege to like write and not everyone like every, some people are working all day and they can't write.
0: Now, with your music, do you say excuse me, exactly what you want to say in the raw sense or you save that for your poetry?
2: I mean, that's definitely the goal always in music in my music is to say something simple yet very, very true <clears throat> um yeah, simplicity wins over like complicated, convoluted shit that is just like fluff. I think people like write fluff because they don't have something like real or they don't wanna say real shit.
0: You know, <laughs> we we live in a world where there's good, bad, <laughs> ugly, as well as indifferent or indifference? What do you view as being the role of a poet in modern day society?
2: Oh, definitely to be ugly. I think I react best to like the ugliest poems that are really, gross and like shocking i guess but if it Mm -hmm. if i feel like they wrote it from a real situation and they're not just trying to make up like the most like inflammatory shit then i like that but then also um i appreciate like a refined poem that feels very like edited and changed to like feel soft and feel like I'm thinking of my coworker's poem. Actually, um, maybe I'll try to get her on this this podcast.
3: Um, All right. <laughs>
2: um, but she has a poem that is like very, very like smart, smartly like written because it's very like you um, some creative like thought processes that she really ran with. I think some patterns that she saw in the world that she um, wrote down and like expanded upon so it took Mm -hmm. it obviously took some effort to have like a a thought and then refine it and produce like a lot of offshoots of that thought that like all make sense and all like complement each other so it wasn't just like a shotgun poem where she said like i'm just gonna say random shit which sometimes i do and that's why i like still have a lot to go and that's with my poetry and that's why i'm not always like impressed when I'm reading it, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's the answer.
0: Well, to me, you seem very self-aware. What do you think of that?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Share another poem, please. Okay.
2: I will find... Okay, I'll read... This is a sestina, which is a technical classical poem form that I don't really remember the rules, um, Mm -hmm. but I'll read it. Um, I think uh, I'll actually try to explain the rules once I find it. So you're supposed to, like, think of uh, six words, and it's six stanzas or maybe seven, and those ending words... The six words end each line and they rotate from stanza to stanza. So you'll hear a lot of the ending words are the same. Um, Okay. Old Mattress. At daytime's finish line, I expect some rest. Lately, pillow angles seem a hard ask. To achieve perfect alignment, to bless me with dreams. I scramble to this moment every night to curl up with my internal movie screen, but the lights won't dim on my mixed-up life. I concede it's purely common, a dose of real life. A dose of real life hits harder. I was the exception to the rest. Pride chokes me awake with its purple smoke screen. Can't you see... All these problems, yet I refuse to ask all the millions in bed before me, sleeping through the night. How coincidental their feet are the contents of my dreams. Just breathe. <clears throat> Listen to what today dreams. It sings nimbly, jumping from tree to tree, tree to tree of life, and landing peacefully. Here, I'll settle for the night. Today wants to see my torture laid to rest. With all my suffering neighbors, that's not too much to ask. I'm done bargaining for peace denied. Hear me scream. It's more a groan, like a puppy through a French door screen, begging to find you naked, bathing in a pot of dreams. Want some company? I'm too shy to ask to rub your back and fold you into my life. Your love is long awaited rest. I water by day and harvest at night. Hope whispers, this is your last night, rolling half conscious on a chain link screen. Sad to see time rest in my hands, hesitant to spend on the dreams I'm following. Under me, I feel bubbling the life I'm proud to lead. No permission is left to ask. But my details, don't you ask. Looking for white and black night in me? Answers to appease your narrow sense of life. Knock down your expectations, setting screens on me. I mix the potion of my dreams and offer you the rest. I ask my neighbor for a funnel and a coffee screen. Tonight, I bottle dreams, extracting love from life's cacophony and laying down to rest. Done.
0: You write incredibly well. Thanks. I'm serious. I'm serious. Like I said, again, I've had over 400 guests, so I know. You, you mm-hmm. write incredibly well. What do you think your work conveys about the human condition, Garrett?
2: I mean, I love this one because it's like I, I read it as like the state between dreaming and like sleeping and then like sleeping and waking and rest. I think this is pretty well focused mm-hmm. uh, on the human condition of like sleep and needing rest and, like, dreaming. Uh, I also was throwing in screens because I think screens are affecting, like, our sleep so much. Um, So this poem, I don't know if anyone caught the six repeating words are, like, rest, ask, dreams, night, screen, and life. So I picked, like, kind of, you know, related words, but also simple words that you can use in many different ways. Um, mm-hmm. Cause you have to, you have to try to keep it interesting by like using the words in different contexts. And yeah, I like it. I think I remember someone's, uh, someone's critique of this was like, it was like really convoluted and complicated and like, they just didn't get it. It was like too much information. So, but I, I, I still like it. I still really like. um...
0: I can tell you're very proud of that piece. And you should be. And you should be. You know, we've reached my favorite part of the program. I view it as being a mini poetry concert. This is an opportunity for you to share three, four, five of your poems back to back. No interruptions from me. All right? Okay. Garrett, you're on stage.
2: Okay, actually, this is a really good time for me to read some uh, quains, which are four or five. Um, <clears throat> there are four or five line poems that really just like get to the heart of things quickly. And um, let me just get my, my book. Um, I like these type of poems because it's really, you know, le- it's low stakes because it's just five. It's five lines and um, the the lines range from two to uh, eight syllables. So I think it goes two, four, six, eight, two. So it starts with two syllables and it ends with two syllables. So I I write these kind of a lot. So here I'll read just like, maybe I'll read a lot because they're short. Okay. And I'll just, like say done in between them care me stay me longer stare me silly baby give up me for better times far away done um next day won't forget you with or without your touch you drip on my forehead today Tomorrow Done uh, Allow me Guide sincere To forge passage through trees Of which I know nothing Could be poison Pass Or done um, Party guests Fear my eyes Follow at the function I have nothing to hide from you but knives done mm.
3: me see um,
2: walking to library. Between the rainy sneeze, oh, Sky Mother, who I worship with strut. Done. Oh, this one because of podcast. I better read this one. <laughs> podcast. Podcast voices melt in with tasks requiring focused, creative monologue. Be gone. Done. Um, bodies swim in hot egg soup. All the flesh and sulfur got me questioning my sex wants. Let's fuck. Um, trespass through gilded gates. LOL. Where the fuck are we? The spiritual, the spiritual riches we
3: seek aren't here. Hmm.
2: I'll read um, um, I'll do a couple more Sing Queens and then like probably one forward poem and then I'll Go back to you
3: All right. um, Where did it go? I just saw it
2: Um, He waved his hands to say Leave me alone this morn I'm not ready to accept light nor love Um, The couch numbs pain signals Also makes me forget all original thoughts Reminds me of pain done uh oh where's the one that I really like uh you Uh, your chin points south to sow. your chin points south to so doubt in the new boys quest to grin and gain everybody's love uh Okay, I'll read a fuller poem now. Um, When is a good time for, like, a longer poem? It's, like, two minutes. Should I just read that? Are we out of time?
3: Yes, please. Okay.
2: I'll just read this longer poem, which is uh, inspired by Phyllis um, Phyllis Wheatley's poem called I have to shout this out So this is Mm -hmm. Okay Okay My poem is called My Backyard Self Departed Okay Grant thee reprise Angelic whisper sing Memories engorged by sweet Mother's bring Diamond pool glitter Now a spring green A wondrous child I Bot Sun Algae team. For heat does so nourish above human will. Soil hands and protest against forced labor pill. Salvation does come in playful time. For most in my thoughts chime. Call to action fellow sire. From wood bar he swings. Bandana baby hairs. My young pirate kings. In memory they live on a sea of white pebbles. To fall is to falter and lose all my ten levels. Spirit thoughts of youth tender, daydream in the air. On the work of my father, I lay down and blank stare. Sprite future magnified by so little past. Just eight years unfelled, What charm on me cast? How many wonders can one backyard hold? Whole life, I'll stay here and watch them unfold. Friend, to play structure was meadowy field. Birthplace of new worlds, day by day, I piecemealed. Nine-daisy wedlock, a crown on my head. How imagination has sprung, so faithfully said. Face to blade prone, survey kingdom of grass. Hold ladybug hostage enthroned, dirty pant mother voice, tambour bell rings out from inside. Song. Can't think to reply. I recall a bench in the corner enjeweled in-jew- with gray stone. Wrought iron curvature waits baffled alone. Summer tree casting shade but still no one sits In sad, dark seclusion, time out for misfits. Harken back to tree lineage, resolute in a row. Ghost-guided fall, fate spared my elbow. End of life, crystal clear, dramatic gates sparkled. Oh, honey, are you hurt? Or were you just startled? What parties we threw, when bellies laughed harder, sunscreen for ice cream, I ran a tough barter. Painted butterflies abound, on cheeks a light smile, Magic cue patiently in polite single file. Reptile birthday king sits head of the table. Cheers to me, now eat pizza as much as you're able. Joyous times skipped alive, like horses at trot my fanciful life unaware of a union distraught good nature era ends cut short by the split i recall a popsicle the shock i forget father moved away and backyard greeted me less times blurry here i regret to confess
0: You know, that poem is a perfect homage to Phyllis Wheatley, and also yeah. it's Black history through poetry, and yes. I, I, I love that. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that piece. That's great. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. Just a couple more questions before we end this poetic journey. Do you think you were meant to be a poet?
2: Yes, I think Tell me more. I... I'm definitely um, meant to write. I'm meant to uh, channel just energy and like bring the art into the human world and human existence because there is art like everywhere and I'm meant to like channel it and show it to people, show it to myself, discover it myself and show it to people because yeah, I, I think it's super humbling to just I didn't write, I didn't create this in the most, mm-hmm. like, basic form. I just wrote it from, you know, when I was sitting by my bed writing it hearing it in my head. But, like, I, it's just nice to know that I don't, I'm not responsible for, like, having to, to make it or create it. I'm just trying to, like, listen and channel it and write it and document mm-hmm. um, what is the the work of, like, higher power and um yeah the love of higher power and stuff
0: who are you as a result of being a poet what have you learned about yourself
2: um that i have a lot of things to say and like i can rely on higher power to like give me the strength to just like sit down and write it because i would very much rather like Avoid it a lot of times. So, um, what was the question?
0: <laughs> no, that that was the perfect answer. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, where do you go from here, Garrett? What's next for you?
2: I'll definitely Creative. keep. I'll try to. I'm just trying to be more consistent on making music. Try to do like an hour a day. So maybe my next step will be to. <coughs> make a calendar or make a that i used to have that was like i did my one hour for the day and so i don't so i can make sure that i'm consistently making something or consistently practicing so i don't Mm -hmm. get frustrated with like lack of forward movement because it's just like it's up to me you know like it's no one else's responsibility so maybe i've been thinking about making this count or this checklist for a while so i guess i need to just draw a grid and do that.
0: (laughs) Do it. Do it. You know, we're at the end. I want to thank you so much for sharing your work. And as you were reading the last piece and the ones before, I was thinking that you no longer need to cling to the shadows with your
3: Mm
0: work. I'm serious. Because yeah, whatever whatever muse, who's, talk, what, whatever, who's ever talking to you that allows you to put these words on paper, that same muse, that same being could also want you to share it as well and not keep it to yeah. yourself. It's too powerful yeah. for me listening for you to continue to keep it to yourself. Now, again, it's on you, of course, but
3: mm-hmm.
0: your words speak volumes. And what I like about your work, to me, is very accessible. And that's critical because you want people, I guess, in different schools of thoughts on that. I don't want, I don't want to work hard to solve a poem. Mm-hmm. Maybe every now and then. But I want to also be an audience listening to where I can, again, build that level of empathy between us. Mm-hmm. That's critical to me. For me. That's, that's, that's just my way of being. But I, I think you're gifted. I think you have a very bright future as a poet. I mm-hmm. think that sharing your work, like I said again, will provide you with a way to move beyond the shadows and find strength that you don't need to downplay it. And I know Mm -hmm. it was tough to write. I know it was tough to write. I know it was. And tough to share. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of strength in your work, a lot of resilience, a lot of self-awareness, a lot of pain, but also that self-awareness and resilience.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm very
0: proud of you. I'm very proud of you, man. I'm very, very proud of you. Yeah, thank <laughs> you for it. inviting
2: me. We met. We met on the. Should you shout out? Uh, what is what is her name? Jessica.
0: Oh yes, like, Jessica. Jessica and the Guerrilla Poetry Insurgency. It's a monthly. Yeah. It's a monthly poetry open mic that I invite everyone to attend. I met Garrett through her, through Jessica. She's the coordinator. And I was impressed then, and I'm even more impressed now. Thank you. All right. Well, everyone, we've reached the end of another program. I want to thank my guest, Garrett Brisbane, baddest name in America, second to mine. (laughs) (laughs) I had it already in there. Uh, (laughs) But I want to thank all the listeners. And as I share with you every time we're together, let poetry ring somewhere throughout the land.
2: Good night, Gary. Yeah. Good night.
1: Still craving poetry? Hundreds of episodes of the Quintessential Listening poetry, online, radio, and YouTube podcast are available to listen to or download on iTunes, Spotify, and other streaming platforms. To learn more about this popular podcast or how to become a guest, visit www.qlporyt.com Till next time, take care and Let poetry ring somewhere throughout the land.